deep within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time. You know, say what you want about Sean Combs being an asshole to his artist. I'm talking about Puff Daddy, Diddy, whatever the fuck his name is this week. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. But he had enough sense to keep 112 country asses in check. Nah, they moved to another label and all of a sudden the chorus of their song goes, Papa coming over to give you that raw favorite position from the back door. Girl, you know the drill, don't ask no questions. You already know. Yeah, how smooth is your sugar daddy on his way to raw doggy from behind with no lube? Who the fuck writes a song like that? Uh, how the fuck, how the fuck did that get on the radio? All right. Now, that didn't get on the radio. It didn't. No, the radio version goes, Papa came home to give you some more, your favorite position when I walked through the door. So, yeah, he ain't talking about, you know, going in dry. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Hello and welcome to the Enough Supervillains Podcast. This is TL joined (laughs) by Heister. What's up? And Ray Ray. Hi. Oh, God. <laughs> what the actual hell? The, and there it is. And there it is. I hate you guys. She says she wasn't going to start off well on one, and we did. The reason that all started, because me and uh, Kobe Nita from the uh, Retromania Network of Wrestling Shows were talking about R&B videos and songs, mm-hmm. and we were laughing at John B., that don't listen to what people say video made no sense right and i noticed that all his boys in the background were drew hill without cisco oh no i'm like wait that's nokio and the big dude from drew hill <laughs> wait that's slim from 112 trying to steal his woman I, I know it's so bad i don't know the big dude from drew hill name he only the big dude from drew hill yeah that's all we need to know if it makes you feel any better <laughs> i barely remember drew hill so I mean, you're doing Tell better than me. me. What you want? <laughs> Tell me. Sorry. Oh God! Now I can see the video and everything in my head. Oh yeah. That's all I took. <laughs> all right. Speaking of singers, uh, Spin.com reports Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, she sat down in an interview with Zane Lowe on Beats One. I have no idea who Zane Lowe or Beats One is. I think it's a YouTube show. Who's Carly uh, to Rae? Promote- Carly Ray Jepsen, yeah. Jep- Jepsen, yeah, the Call Me Maybe girl. Oh God, why? Fuck! Now I, I have that know. song stuck in my head. Okay, sorry. Continue. Don't worry. It'll, this story will take it out. But she uh. was promoting her two new singles. Uh, now that I found you and No Drug Like Me. Oh wow! Sounds like somebody uh, codependent. But anyway, <laughs> during the um, interview, she uh, told a funny story. She explained that she was on a jet with Seal and Michael Bolton. Oh, dear. Oh, no. I I don't like where this is going. And while on the plane, she saw Seal eat a whole loaf of gluten-free bread one slice at a time. The fuck? Jepsen also revealed that she secretly filmed Seal eating the loaf, pretending she was text messaging. That's kind of shitty. And she she says she still has it on the on her phone. Like, she said, "quote He opened the bread, he removed the piece, closed the bread, he ate the whole piece, nothing on it, and then did it all over again until the whole loaf of bread was gone. No butter uh, or anything, just dry uh, and it's gluten-free. just dry as gluten free bread. Ew. I, I think I, I I can't really falter for filming that because I would have to film it so people would believe me." Right, but I mean, I, I I heard about this online, but I didn't see the videos, so kudos to her for having more self-control than I would have had in this situation. <laughs> also, does this mean that Seal is an alien? Because that, that's kind of some men, that's some men in black shit. Like, oh, that's how you know he's an alien. He ate a whole loaf of bread with nothing on it. Okay, so is it just because I want to make sure I'm still human here. Is it the fact that he ate a whole loaf of bread or that he didn't put anything on it? Because I've definitely done one of those things. I think it, it, it's because he didn't put anything on it. Okay, I'm good. So you know the Pepperidge oh, no. Farm breads, like the swirls? 
Uh-huh. So I don't know. I just had to eat my emotions that day or something because I ate the entire loaf, like not even in a full day. It was more like a two hour period with just a bunch of butter on it. Like the entire oh, okay. loaf. That, that's not, that's no, you, no, you didn't do it during one flight. <laughs> that's the I other mean, weird part. Who does that on a flight? Somebody that's Seal, too apparently. rich to care. So no, here's the thing. My whole thing of wanting to be rich is not to have that much money. It's just so that people stop calling me weird. Because when you're that <laughs> you rich, be eccentric. yes, you're eccentric. So he could do whatever the fuck he wants. And people are going to be like, uh, he's eccentric. Now, you know, if this was any other podcast, we can make a joke about his divorce of Heidi Klum and make a white bread reference. But we're not doing <laughs> 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 Oh, but we're not And now that. all of you have made that joke in your head and yeah. we can move on. We, we, if you yeah. haven't caught on, yeah. this will yeah. be a relaxed episode like our last one. Uh, episode 61, this episode's a total train wreck which is a very hilarious episode got I, I made a joke and Majay ran with it through the entire damn episode <laughs> all i did was make a joke about dick jokes and Majay <laughs> just ran with it that boy um <laughs> speaking of dicks and i guess joking about dicks and not having dicks um all right that was a shitty segue in an interview with esquire magazine Billy D. Williams, who's now 82 years old, uh, says during a bit of self-analysis uh, that when he grew up on the edge of Harlem, he learned there what it was like to be cool and said, quote, the guys there had a little smoothness about them, a little more smoothness about them. Uh, he uh, went into talking about how he was a young boy on Broadway and got into painting and that he still paints, though not enough. But the part of the article that caught everyone's attention was during his whole self-analysis he says quote and you see i say himself or herself because i always see myself as feminine as well as masculine i'm a very soft person i'm not afraid to show that side of myself and now everybody's like billy d williams is gender fluid like and and that's good for him yeah, I'm kind of surprised people didn't notice because I mean he's been around for a very long time and he's always been kind of soft. I'm not saying they should have known, but should have just figured he wasn't your typical cookie cutter, you know. Well, he he was the definition of cool. Yes, but you can be I mean, cool and soft at the same time. Well, I I, I kind of feel like actors. Uh, like certain actors in the 60s and 70s were all like that like th- there wasn't I I mean you still had people like you know that fucker John Wayne but anyway you, most of the like what the fuck su- man John Wayne did, most of the like successful actors did t- tend to have that like more smooth sort of personality like they didn't they didn't need to like act like a tough guy in order to be impressive on screen yeah um and I had to do a little bit of a self-evaluation after reading the article. It's a pretty good article. It's more ever like pubbing up his Star Wars stuff, but he talked about other things. Because, I mean, this is Billy D. Williams. Right. Lady Sings the Blues, Mahogany, Bingo Long, Traveling All-Stars, and Motor King, Scott Joplin. Yeah, there's a lot of people that go, oh, the black guy from Star Wars? Fuck you. Before Star Wars, Billy D. Williams was the motherfucking man. But anyway. Back to my whole self-reflecting thing. My mom had a thing for him. And then when Prince blew up, she started calling him a husband. So I'm like, <laughs> and I admit myself, I do have some rather effeminate traits. So, wow. I'm not saying I'm gender fluid, but I'm okay with not being the toughest guy on the block. Tough guys are so 1990. Nobody wants those anymore anyway. Yeah, some people do. Every every single supposed tough guy I've known in my life has turned out to be emotionally and mentally a train wreck and somebody who really needs to, like, lighten up, basically. I, think- I saw a meme today that said, you're not a bad boy, you're a bad person. <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. Thank you. Oh, my God, so much yes. So I hate to see that in guys where they don't get the difference between being a tough guy 
like, I don't know, The Rock or whatever, and being just a terrible person. There's a huge difference. Or, no, no, no. Terry Crews is like the best I'm about example. to say, The Rock is a terrible person. He is a terrible <laughs> yeah. person. That was a, that was the bad example. But Terry Crews is like one of the most like, oh my God, he is the most manliest man ever. But he is a genuinely good person who doesn't stand up for bullshit, you know, toxic masculinity yeah. in himself or others. So that's cool. Yeah. Well, he did have it a, a bit of it when he was saying every son needs a father and was saying that he made an uh, implication that um, kids made boys raised by without a father by single moms, yada, yada, yada. Whoopi Goldberg went off on him. I think he learned his lesson, though. I don't think it was something where he just said he was sorry to get people off his ass. I think he actually right. took that as a learning moment to grow from yeah. it. So. And his, his, yeah. castmate, his castmates did take him aside like, dude, this is what you need to understand. And he, he did generally learn from it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, on to the Billy D thing, Donald Glover, he uh, called Donald Glover's portrayal of Lando brilliant. Nice. And he really liked the whole pansexual angle of him on that. I, I have to agree. I would like I wasn't expecting to that he was like my favorite part of the movie. I don't get why people hated that movie. It's that movie a, was fun. It is really a fun movie. It was way better than it had any right to be. People yeah. just like to be angry. I think I've said that before. It, it it was a great movie. It's just that they wanted to be bitter about something. If they're not bitter about something, are they even alive, bro? <laughs> I, yeah. I, yeah. And yeah. honestly, honestly, the weakest part of that movie was Paul Bettany. And I I love Paul Bettany. But he mm. was he was not a strong villain. Everybody else in no. that movie was great. Yeah. I I I thought so too. Um, we can also get into the Mandalorian, but we talked about that last week, so let's just move on. But uh Jennifer, yeah. yeah, I know, right? Oh man, yeah. Uh Reagan, you had a story you wanted to tell. <laughs> yes, because tacos are life, guys. And in, this is true. And in this instance, they actually saved a life. So <laughs> in the great state of Arizona. Happened in Tucson, actually. So a Tucson man is feeling lucky to be alive after a near miss with a stray bullet. Shit, he centimeters Damn. between Ryan Bishop and serious injury or death. So we're talking centimeters here. <laughs> Hold on, I got to get the giggles out before we... <laughs> Sorry, we don't know the conversion to the metric system. <laughs> no, I was... It was real fucking close, Okay. <laughs> 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 no, guys, um, sorry, I was kind of looking out my window halfway while I was doing this, and I watched one of the neighbor kids, like, ride his bike, and someone must have called his name because he went straight into, <laughs> straight into a bush. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, I'm good, I'm good. Okay, so this poor man in Tucson was driving and came close to death. So according to Ryan Bishop, it happened just yesterday. He said he's still in shock and awe and can't process it. Uh, Bishop says that just before 2.30 p.m. on Sunday, he was driving down the road approaching Pima County Fairgrounds when the driver's side of his window shattered. So mm. for people that don't live in Arizona, this is actually not something to be too alarmed about more, most of the time. Um, it's a rocky state, so your side windows will get shattered, your windshield gets shattered. You know, kind of happens. You just move on to it. Uh, so his first thought was that a rock flew into his window. Then he noticed that there was no oncoming traffic. So he opened the door and looked around, and then he hears a pop, pop, pop. Bro, mm. tell me why this man got back in his fucking car and kept driving. That's what you do. <laughs> no, but you don't have to tell us. We live in Chicago. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but he goes on to say that when he was a safe way down the road, he pulled over and kind of looked and he sees this bullet hole in his dash and realizes Damn. that he almost died. So what actually ended up saving Ryan Bishop's life was his motherfucking taco, guys. So he said, I'm pretty sure eating a taco saved my life or at least stopped my arm from being blown apart. He said he had the window closed because he didn't want pieces of taco flying everywhere and didn't want dust in his food. How fucking So crazy. he was eating while... Driving. Well, that's not safe. 
Well, I mean, this is Arizona. I'm Half sorry, the I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'll, I'll just mess it with <laughs> I was going to say, eating while driving is probably the least insane thing I've seen people doing around here. Uh, makeup. Oh, no, I've seen people reading books while driving. Yes, this lady was full on reading a book in traffic, and I'm not talking stop and go. Like, no, we were going 65, both of us. Oh, my God. Yeah, but how crazy is that? He's driving down the street. He's got his window up because he's eating his frickin' taco. Window explodes. He hears the pops. He's like, what the hell? Keeps going. And then gets out of the car down the road and realizes there's a bullet. He didn't believe the cops either when they told him that his car had been shot. He kept thinking it was just a, a rock from the highway. Damn, that's fucked up. Yeah. But dude, so... That's the second story we've told where a taco has where tacos have saved a life. Yeah, I'm actually probably thinking that from now on for safety reasons, I'm just going to start eating tacos every day while driving. That's that's probably a good idea. Yeah. That's, that's a solid life choice. I'm down for that. Are you? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> tacos have saved my life. I told y'all that story. But uh, speaking of second time a something had happened on this show, this is the second article that I've had from uh, ABC13wham.com. <laughs> a Rochester, in Rochester, New York, an 82-year-old woman found herself in danger after she says a man broke into her home until she turned the tables on the intruder. Willie Murphy says she was getting ready for bed on a Thursday night just after 11 p.m. when a man began pounding on her door. He was outside saying, please call an ambulance, saying, I'm sick, I'm sick. She called the police but wouldn't let him inside. Uh, that, she says, is when he became angry. I heard a loud noise, she said. I'm thinking, what the heck was that? The young man is in my home. He broke the door. What the suspect likely didn't realize is Murphy is an award-winning bodybuilder who works out at the YMCA almost every day. Yes. Quote, yes. he picked the wrong house to broke into, Willie said. Yes. <laughs> Beat yep. his ass, Grandma. Murphy <laughs> says it was dark, so she was able to hide as the suspect walked through her house. She act acted quickly and grabbed the closest thing she can find and he went down she continued <laughs> i'm jumping on him <laughs> she says once the suspect was injured she ran and grabbed a bottle of shampoo and started pouring it on him i grabbed the shampoo she said guess what he's still on the ground in his face all of it the whole thing i got a broom he uh he he pulling on the broom i'm hitting him with the broom <laughs> Finally, officers arrived. The man was sent to the hospital and Murphy was applauded by first responders. The officers that came, uh, quote, the officers that came wanted to go on my porch and take a selfie with me, she said. <laughs> uh, for the record, Murphy says uh, she can deadlift 225 pounds. Jesus fucking Christ. She says she hopes her story inspires people of all ages. She can deadlift me, y'all. She deadlifts almost as much as Chuck, a 30-year-old. <laughs> I, I, I love her like I went to work on him. I was yes. like, man. <laughs> but the shampoo, though, man, that takes me out every time. Like, I don't know the reasoning behind it, but I'm here for it, man. <laughs> but get shampoo in your eyes. Start stinging. You're blind. You can't see. She knew what she was doing. <laughs> and, she, and she already whooped his ass, so he's just like, yeah, I better just do it. That's she didn't use Johnson's baby shampoo. She wanted the tears. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's the she, she brought part. the tears. Like, I'm imagining this man is already laying on the ground, knowing he just got his ass worked by an 80-year-old woman. Then she comes back, puts shampoo in his eyes, and continues to be him with a separate, oh, my God. <laughs> You know she was um, raining haymakers on his ass too. No, I know. I well, he kind of deserves it though. You can't just go breaking into people's houses and expect that you know it's just going to be okay. No, I got another story about uh, older women, older black women. Yes, uh, Willie Murphy was black, and this is another sad story about an older older black woman. <sighs> 
people I saw people laugh at this story online and I was just like, I don't know, man. This is some nightmare shit. A Texas woman was found dead after a pre-dawn, a pre-dawn attack by a group of feral hogs outside a home. Oh, Jesus. CNN reports, Christine Rollins, age 59 years old, was a caregiver for an elderly couple. And when she failed to show up, uh, they looked outside and saw her body. They said multiple hogs assaulted Rollins when she arrived at work between 6 and 6.30 a.m. Uh, uh, she says in my 35 years, I will tell you, it's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah. Apparently she was attacked by 30 to 50 wild hogs, which can range between 100 and 400 pounds. Motherfuck you, Texas. I am never going back. Yikes. Like does anything good other than steak and music come out of Texas? No. Yeah. Gina Carano. Who's that? See, I can live without her. I don't even know who that is. Oh, God, the look she, I'm she, getting, she, guys. The look I'm getting right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Who is she? No. I did the name. Uh, former MMA fighter, actress, oh. uh, and she plays. Oh, gosh, I forgot her character's name, but she's in The Mandalorian. She plays a uh, oh. former. Rebellion shock troop. I have she was she was also yet. in if you if you've seen Deadpool, she was Angel Dust in Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Deadpool. Oh god. She, I don't think I watched the... that one. Oh, okay. You, you never saw Deadpool? I don't think I did. Wow. Okay. Oh my on. god. I think he's I the looks I'm getting right now, if looks could just break a heart, man. Oh my god. Yeah, we're No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, Heister, you had a story? I did. Um, All right. It is out of Morgantown, North Carolina. North Carolina. And this is from WTVD. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I think it's like an ABC affiliate. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I know, VD. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Grow up. It's going to be a new story. You got to grow up. It seemed like a like a typical convenience store robbery. An armed man walked in and demanded money from the frightened clerk, then walked out with a fistful of cash. But when authorities in Morganson took a closer look at Monday night's robbery at Big Daddy's Minute Mart, it's minutes <laughs> it, it's minute spelled M I N I T Big Daddy. Okay. <laughs> they realized something was amiss and it soon unraveled into a tale of greed and love gone wrong. Police said the clerk, Callie, Callie Elizabeth Carswell, staged the heist with her boyfriend at the store, then used the money to buy rings hours later and made a video of their engagement at a Walmart. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's so yeah, they, they, they didn't even go to like, you know, Kay or, or Jared. They went to Walmart. They robbed a convenience store. They didn't they can't afford Kay or Jared. Right. No, too no. practical here. <laughs> How Although, I mean, they, they did get $2,960 in cash. Damn, from a convenience store? I yeah. Mean, yeah, depending on the day and time you do it. And d- depending on the story, he came in with either a knife or some kind of ornamental sword and demanded the money from her. <laughs> <laughs> and she she was, I mean, she was trying to act. She was like, no, I have children like I'm, okay. I'm trying to hurry, so she she did a terrible job. That 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 that's why she didn't do a cash drop. That's why she had that much money. She was in on it. That's right. Yeah. You did say she was the clerk. Yep, she was in on it. Um, the official said Moore. Moore was the uh, the boyfriend, uh, Clarence William Moore the third. He was seen in the store earlier the same day wearing the same pants seen on the robber. Oh, they they also they also checked his social media accounts and spotted him wearing the same glasses and bandana seen in the surveillance video. Oh my god! Wow. The, the very same bandana that he wears over his face during the robbery. Oh my god! Wow. So they did a search of his vehicle. They found the money from the store, a handwritten list of items needed to conduct the robbery, and the weapon and clothing. Oh my god! Did, did he so even the list try? Didn't include new clothes. Uh, A disguise? No. I want to know what was on that list now. Like, the fuck? (laughs) No, they get to shout out to a real one. A real inept villain award. (laughs) 
They, they are indeed inept. Yikes. Wow. I'm just, and, I've been, I've had some jobs that I was bad at, but I don't think I've ever been that bad at something that I didn't like. I and they, they did, they did use the stolen cash to buy the rings at Walmart. The, oh. the, the police did confirm that with the, the Associated Press. That's kind of yeah. sweet, though. They needed the money to get married. <laughs> her, her only response was, I didn't do it. <laughs> okay, well, we're obviously not dealing with a, with a Mensa member here, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, both re- they're both young. I mean, there's no excuse, but they're both, they're both young. I got another tale of a, a criminal caught on video. Ooh. Toronto police have arrested the man they believe is behind a series of feces throwing attacks. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, so I, I get the feeling this is not the same as the pooper in L.A. No, no, that was the lady that was running around just dropping deuces. No, 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 there was the the poor lady that had her entire existence coated in feces, but that was a case of the guy being mentally unwell, and oh. she, once she got cleaned up and everything, she went back to the police station and actually, actually advocated for him to get help. She didn't want him to be punished. He was just not, not balanced. All right, this is Toronto, and don't 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 mess up my funny story oh. with this. Wow, wow! I don't even feel like reading this story. No, somebody that threw a monkey wrench in it. No, read it. Speaking no. of monkeys and flinging poop. <laughs> <laughs> See now you have. All right, I'm to. back now. Uh, police have charged Samuel. Opaku, age 23, of Toronto with five counts of assault with a weapon and five counts of mischief, uh, mischief, mischievous interfering with property. That's not what it said, but I had to make it say right from the article. Whoever wrote that shit is stupid. Uh, he's scheduled to appear in court this Wednesday. He's accused of dumping buckets of, quote, liquefied fecal matter on five unsuspecting people. Holy shit. Exactly. The first incident (laughs) took place November 22nd when Apuckle allegedly entered the University of Toronto John P. Robart Research Library and poured a bucket of crap on a man and woman. Oh, God. Uh, I have so many questions. An eyewitness told City News a, quote, concentrated feces smell, like smell, overpowered the room. That's gross. Damn. Uh, on November 22nd, Apoku allegedly carried out a similar malodious assault, dumping feces on a woman and man at the York University Scott Library. So he's just going around libraries dumping shit on people. Damn. Security photos from York show Apoku smiling as he carried what appears to be a bucket. Yeah, I saw pictures. My man was just grinning ear to ear. He was so excited. So he he probably uh, pleasured himself after this. Oh God! Oh, what the fuck? I didn't say with the feces. Oh On God! Night, Apoc- well, maybe he did. Apoc- oh. allegedly hurled liquefied feces on a woman outside the University of Toronto St. George campus. Oh God! Toronto Police spokesman Victor Kwong pre. Previously told Vice that the victims were disgusted. I'm pretty sure. Uh, he said forensic teams are analyzing the contents of one of the buckets to determine if it contained feces. I'm... What? A... Okay. What a, what a shitty job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh sorry. God! Like why? I'm so sorry. Why? Uh, Toronto Mayor Don Tory said the arrest brought relief to the whole city. Quote, great work by Toronto police uh, arresting the individual in the, quote, feces attack investigation. Tory tweeted, he can't face justice or be given help until apprehended. And it seems our police have that in hand. I hope this arrest will help. (laughs) He had something else in his hand after he dumped the feces. I hope this arrest will help calm concerns on campuses across the city. No. Um, I have. Well, I mean, 
Wow, yeah. I have so many questions. Like, was it coming out liquid? If not, how did he liquefy it? Where was he storing it? Because this wasn't just like one poop. Like, this was multiple poops. Oh, my God. I have so many questions. How did nobody whoop his ass being my first one? I, I don't want any answers to those questions. Nope. I don't there's a know. bunch of questions I'm not even thinking that thing about. Like, no, no, I'm good. He, he, he's not. Just, you don't want to know? No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Just not even sure why you think that's even. I just, nope. I have Mentally to... unstable guy with a bucket full of shit. I don't think he was mentally unstable. I think he was just enjoying <laughs> it. Uh, well, asshole with a bucket full of poop. <laughs> Wouldn't that asshole be a bucket full of poop? Move it. Oh, <laughs> oh no. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> damn it. John Boyega admits his copy of the script for Rise of the, of Skywalker ended up on eBay. Shit. Oh, no. <laughs> John Boyega has come clean. On Wednesday, the actor stopped by Good Morning America. Oh, I got this from The Hollywood Reporter. Uh good morning america to promote his upcoming star wars film the rise of skywalker and there he admitted it was his script for the film that ended up on ebay mm. director john jj uh, abrams earlier in the week on the same show revealed a script ended up on the auction site after one of his actors he didn't say who but he was clearly not pleased by the situation left the script in their apartment and it ended up on eBay after a cleaning person found it. <gasps> oh! oh no! So Boyega, who plays Finn, fessed up to the mistake and explained what happened. Ooh, I wish I could... I, I wish I would have practiced a, a black British accent before this. <laughs> but... I was moving apartments and I left the script under my bed. I was like... I would leave it under the bed, and when I wake up the next morning, I would take it and then move. But then my boys came over, and we started playing a bit and partying a bit, and the script, it was just there. And a few weeks after, this cleaning come, cleaner comes in, finds the script, and puts it on eBay for 65 pounds, $84 US. What? The person didn't know the value. Holy <coughs> shit, that's it? So they're also stupid. They're a yeah. thief and they're stupid. They're a stupid thief. Wow. I mean, those two things go kind of hand in hand, though, don't they usually? Yeah, but usually they know the, the value of something. That they're yeah. stealing. Yeah, that's a good point. Abrams explained that someone at Disney noticed the listing and knew it was real, so the company had to step in and demand that it be removed from eBay. Uh, the auction site did not respond to a request for information by The Hollywood Reporter. And yes, Boyega did get in hot water over the situation. Uh, he said, it was scary. I got calls from every official. Even Mickey Mouse called me. What do you do? Ha ha. It's fucked up, huh? I'm going to step a muddle on your ass. Oh, God. Didn't South Park mm. do an episode where Mickey yes. Mouse... Yeah. <laughs> where, where, they beat up, where he beat up one of the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. I, I'm, I never got into them. I think it's because I'm too old. But like, and they're like uber Christians. Oh, is that what it is? Now I'm judging my friends that like them. I didn't know. I've never paid attention to them. Yeah, yeah, they're they're Disney kids. Oh. Yeah, what wasn't there some big thing about them and their fans wearing like purity rings or some shit? Yeah, you know that's still creepy. That was that them that did the purity rings? Yeah, yes, I'm pretty I think sure it was. It was. And I remember laughing at the time because I was having a lot of sex and they probably never would, was my thinking back then. Well, one of them married that really gorgeous model actress from India. Yeah, didn't one of oh, them... Oh, Priyanka, what's her name? Chakra? Is she from that TV show? Uh, yeah. Quantico? Some... Yeah. And then... Yeah, she's gorgeous, but I heard she's trash. Didn't yeah, she's, one of them she marry... said some... She said some racist things, I think, in the past. Uh, didn't one of them marry somebody from Game of Thrones? Mm, don't know. Oh, this oh isn't yeah, yeah, yeah. Sansa. Sansa. Oh, one of them married Sansa? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. How about that? She's cute. Yeah, speaking of uh, UK shit, families were watching Frozen 2 at a Star City 
uh, oh, this article comes from the Independent UK. When disorder broke out Saturday afternoon, sparking a mass evacuation of the complex, police said up to 100 teenagers were involved in the major disorder. Goddamn British people, where people were armed with machetes. Oh no! What? At a fucking Dozens of officers. Maybe? Yeah, dozens of officers were sent to the complex after a nine 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 call. Uh, their equivalent to nine one one. After five thirty p.m., reporting a group of youths with machetes. Two machetes were seized during the trouble, which saw pockets of fighting and seven police officers left with minor injuries Yikes. as they dealt with crowds in and around the cinema. The movie theater. Goddamn, Britain. Uh, armed police were deployed to the scene, drawing tasers to restore order following a, quote, very hostile response. Officers were left with injuries and a knife was recovered from a nearby roundabout. What the fuck's a roundabout? God. Damn, guys, I hate reading British articles. You guys I know what a roundabout one. is. I say we have yeah, I, I was being an asshole. Thanks uh, for calling me out. <laughs> uh, uh, the youngest person arrested was 13. Uh, some people, that despite... Uh, let's see. One lady who was standing in line uh, to see Frozen with her daughter freaked out about it. And she's like, this is some shit you don't expect. No. So, so yeah, London British kids are getting buck wild. What the fuck? Stealing movie scripts and fighting with machetes at movie theaters. But you know what? You can never say anything to anybody in any other country because, as I found out recently, their first response is going to be, "At least our kids aren't getting shot in school." So <laughs> no. like they go straight I'm, for that every I mean, time, and they, I mean, they're not they're wrong. Not wrong. They're not wrong, but we've put them in a position where we can't even say what the fuck is wrong with you guys over there wilding out and shit at Frozen premieres, because like, no. It from from the looks of it, uh, it was like a mob attack on a group of girls, but from what it seems, they weren't hurt too bad. Mob attack on a group of little girls. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Uh, you know what though? I remember what teenage girls are like. Never mind. They oh yeah, I used to love watching girl fights back in high school. <laughs> girl fights are the, like teenage girl fights are the ugliest fights. Well, they're brutal. Well, because we are told that we're supposed to be nice and kind and polite and quiet, and there's all this shit that you're expected to put up with as a girl. So when you finally get in a situation where you can let some of that aggression out, it all comes out at once. Oh, no, these were girl gang members. They were, wasn't nothing sweet. They were gorgeous, but wasn't nothing sweet. In fact, I took one on prom, but that's not really even the point to this. <laughs> a church builds a huge baby Jesus statue that looks like Phil Collins. I've, I've seen the statue. It really does. It does look yeah, like Phil Yeah, and it Collins. seems to have an invisible touch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're not. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> you're not fucking sorry. The New, York, the New York Post reports a Mexican church claims it accidentally erected a, the largest baby Jesus statue in the world. Also an accident, it looks like the British singer Phil Collins. The nearly 22-foot-tall, 2,000-pound giant traveled 12 hours from the city to, damn, I'm about to butcher <laughs> a, a, a Mexican city's name. The city of Chimalhacan, where it was built for the La Epifanali del Señor Church in the central Mexican state of Zacateque. Oh, God damn, I am sorry to all our uh, listeners of Mexican descent. Uh, eight, one. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Where it now resides. Reverend Umberto Rodriguez tells Central Europe News he only meant to commission a statue that would fit in the church. But in doing so, he may have created the biggest Jesus Phil lookalike on the planet. 
I was wondering why all there were all those accidentally's in there. So like he didn't mean to make Phil Collins, I understand, but how do you accidentally make Well it was the genesis of an idea. <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing that they got the statue there against all odds. I mean <laughs> I really, need you guys. <sighs> I really like really need you guys to stop. Will he always be in their heart? <laughs> oh, oh that one was not me. Okay, I just want people to know did, that. Did no one hear it coming? <laughs> 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 Hold on, nobody heard it. <laughs> I just want. We apologize for nothing, ladies and gentlemen. No, but I just want people to know (laughs) that they said they'll fix the statue. Just give them one more night. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Sorry. No, as long as people know, only one of those snort laps was mine, and it was not that first really gnarly one. Is that what you're lingering on? (laughs) Yes. Not all the Phil Collin puns we were doing. That's it. That's all we got for that story. <laughs> Look, I I can only acknowledge like two dad jokes in a row. Okay, anything after that, my poor millennial brain just stops functioning. All right, how about some Florida stories? Yes, yes. I love Florida. Let's do this. The Smoking Gun reports, following an arrest for possession of a hypodermic needle containing methamphetamine, a 380-pound Florida man was hit with an additional felony charge after jail personnel discovered a bag of meth wedged deep within the belly button cavity of the defendant. God damn. Oh, making it right now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> kudos to him. Gonna eat out of a big dude's belly. Oh, I mean, God. Kudos to him for using what he has to sneak stuff in, but that's fucking gross. I would have. They probably didn't find the like weed he had hidden in the rolls under his side. Dude, no. But uh, police responded late Friday to a suspicious person call placed by employees of a McDonald's in Clearwater, Clearwater, oh, Florida. Shit. Oh shit. <laughs> arrested Martin Skelly when a search of the 40-year-old uh, was done at uh, his residence. Martin Skelly, the farmer bro? What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew he hit hard times, but damn. Oh, my God. You guys are going to kill me. <laughs> I'm okay. No, actually, they denied finding any other contraband on this person. They They didn't want to look. Let's be honest. Let's be. Let's I was going to say, man, if he's a serious addict and he weighed that much, and they found it in, think of all the places nobody wanted to go. Yeah. Oh. Uh, wow. Flashback to the stories we had last week about the uh, hiding the weed in the nasal cavity. Yes. Reagan hasn't listened to that show yet. <laughs> you should. It's great. Yeah. That is. That is messed up. Yeah, I can't joke because she's she had she had beer in her mouth or something, and she was about to explode if I said one more joke. But yeah, also uh, it, it brought up a story of what I used to do for money. But uh, he's Whoa. currently locked up uh, in lieu of a nine thousand dollar bond. So, did you prefer the rip away pants, or were you more like the untie them as you go type? <laughs> what the fuck he said something that he used to do for make money I just assumed he used to be a dancer and I wanted to know what kind of pants he liked that that, that was an interesting segue but mm-hmm. and I'm sorry breakaways with a ship my Adidas breakaways would fly <laughs> I knew anybody it. want another Florida man story um, of course yes Nobody drink anything. Uh oh. Okay, I'm putting I'm putting my, <laughs> I'm putting my cider and water down. The Tampa Bay Times reports 
A Pinellas County man has been arrested on charges that he spit food into a woman's mouth after a road rage incident. Oh no! Why? What? How? But why though? Why? How? <laughs> I think we need to know the how first before the why. David Paul Whipperman, age 61, of Largo, was arrested on Thursday night on charges of felony, battery, and burglary of an occupied vehicle. According to the arrest report, uh, Whipperman got into a road rage incident with a woman uh, that evening, uh, on the evening of October 29th. Whipperman got out of his Chevy S10 truck <laughs> and approached the woman in the other vehicle, a 2014 Kia sedan. I'm not even sure why those were pertinent, but they kind of <laughs> give you a visual of what's going on. The woman rolled down her window and apologized to Whipperman, at which point he spit food he was chewing at her. Oh, my God. You... According to the arrest report, the food struck the victim in the face and entered her mouth. Oh, no. Whipperman uh, then opened the driver's side door, screamed at the woman, and stuck his finger in her face. Oh, my God. The location where the incident occurred <laughs> was redacted from the report. It was unclear why it took several weeks for an arrest to be made. Whipperman is being held in a Pinellas County jail in lieu of a $12,500 bail. Just, Oh, no. I was mm -hmm. hoping for funny. Mm -hmm. That was, that was not, I was hoping for funny. That nah, was that funny. was gross. That was so that, gross. That he, might be one of the grossest stories we've ever told. He was 61. How do you get to that age and just think that doing something like that is okay? Um, I'm just, he probably he's from an age where you know he could do whatever the fuck he wants. No, I'm pretty sure back in this whatever period. I'm sure he's white. Oh, I'm gonna oh. Google him. Give me a moment. Oh, <laughs> I'm I'm absolutely positive he's white. But that still doesn't All make right, it let's okay. Let's push bets. Okay, no, I'm guessing he's probably white too. There's no way in hell a person I of mean... color is spitting food into another person's mouth. Without them having requested it first. Okay. <laughs> why, 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 why people seem to be into the whole spitting thing? Because I remember this. This is showing my wow, age. We're I, getting I, totally racist here, but I, I'm just saying. I remember when when Jim McMahon from the Bears like blew some snot or some spit on somebody oh, that pissed God. him off. Oh God! Wait, what? Oh, this is a Herman Munster looking motherfucker. Oh yeah. no! So yeah. No. Yeah, he was he was on the Bears, and he like, I think he did what was referred to as a farmer's wipe on somebody that it pissed him off. It was either a reporter or some like oh, some no. random person, and what I just remember, I remember thinking it's like, I don't care how big Jim McMahon was or if he's a football player or not. That's when you have to kill somebody, right? You that, that's that's a vendetta. That's it. You you got to take him out. See, this is why I carry a taser, a knife, and some other shit in my car. Because I've had men um, come up to my car aggressively. Now, in their defense, at least four out of the five times it's happened, they were just trying to get my phone number. The one time it's because I parked somewhere I wasn't supposed to park. But yeah. Anyway, I carry a taser. So as soon as dude approached my car aggressively, before he even got to the point of spitting food into my face and mouth, he probably would have found himself on the ground twitching, reassessing his entire day and the decisions he made that led up to that. <laughs> As well he should. Yeah, I don't know. I almost tased the guy at the post office two weeks ago because he approached don't, my car. Do not do that. That's assaulting somebody on federal property and no, it's a felony. He was yeah. yelling and I was scared. I thought he was coming to assault me, but he was just trying to stop me from leaving so he could ask me for my phone number. But he literally. Jesus Christ! Yeah, he why, was ready. Why do you guys no, think you should have okay. Yeah, was no. He a, did he work there? No, he didn't work there. It was just another customer. But he came running towards my car, screaming like a crazy person. 
Oh, I, you were outside. Yeah, you should have did it. Yeah, well, I was getting into my car, and so I just reached over and grabbed my taser. He's like, wait, wait, ma'am, I want to get your phone number. I'm like, boy, if you don't get the fuck up out of my face. And see, this is why people in, people need to be more like Billy D. Williams in movies, where you, like, you're, like, smooth about it. You don't come running up to somebody's car. No. You just, you just casually slip in that you would like somebody's phone number. I would just mm-hmm. rather people not talk to me. Honestly, well, but, there, there's that. Yeah. There's that. There's that. <laughs> Which I agree with 100%. It's like, don't talk to me. So you said he was a Herman Munster looking motherfucker? Oh, yeah. Jim, Jim McMahon, yeah. And he, no, he no, has... the dude from the story. <laughs> I like well, that it Jim works McMahon for both. Too. Kind of looked like a, a lab experiment Wait, going so around. So, Jim McMahon, you guys are going to kill me because I don't know sports very well. So, Jim McMahon is not the dude that did wrestling. No, that's Vince no. McMahon. Oh, no. okay. Jim McMahon was quarterback for the Chicago Bears in the in the mid eighties. White guy, he, he black was, guy. He was part White of guy. the he oh. was part of the Super Bowl team. Yeah. Oh, okay. A quarterback in the eighties? There were no black quarterbacks in the eighties. No, uh uh-uh. no. Nope. I was born Not... in the eighties. I don't know who was playing football. I don't I think there were any any black coaches in the NFL in the eighties. Nah. Which which really weren't that long ago. No. No, I love how people always say, you know, this happened, blah, 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 you need to get over it. Okay, well, my parents were just being born around the time that their relationship wouldn't have been illegal anymore. What exactly, how much time do you really think it's passed since then? Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. So, yeah, we're about, um, we are recording this literally a month away from 2020. Anything y'all hope to see in the year 2020? Um, I can't. I can't say in the show because I don't want the Secret Service to visit me. No, anyway. no, no, no. I have a good one. I would like to see federally. I would like to see a law enacted that says if you waste police time and resources calling the cops on a person of color just trying to live their life, you will be arrested. You will be fined. Things will happen. I mean, Michigan has that, that but yes, it so. would have to be a total overhaul. <clears throat> All right, I'm not going to go into the whole picking that apart because it's a great idea. I'm yeah. There too. I don't see it happening on the federal it's level. It's not going to happen. These, with the current administration. Let's wish. Let's wish. <clears throat> that's something we want. Yeah. There All would right. have to be some changes. <clears throat> Actually, something, <clears throat> something that I really think we could make happen and all agree on is that bill that they're trying to push in new york um to make virginity checks illegal and yes that's something oh yeah ti's catching hell for that oh god i know and it's beautiful i just feel so bad for his daughter because now there's a fucking law being enacted because her dad is that idiot who not only is gross but decided to announce it to the entire world what if they named the law after her oh Oh, god I would hope that poor baby would change her name. On a, on, a, daughter-in-law. on a very shallow level, I really hope it gets him fired from the MCU. Oh, God, that would be amazing. I was shocked to see him in it, considering some of his <laughs> troubling past. Well, Marvel Studios tends to, like, ignore certain things about people. Everybody ignores things about people. Yeah, we all, we've all been guilty of that. Because Chris Pratt and Scarlett Johansson have done some seriously problematic things Ugh. and said some shit. But before so. or after they were? I used uh, to love Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt before. Gross. He, mm. he said some shit after, too, that was kind of defending some kind of gross religious stances. That... Yeah, and, and, and he did the whole pull yourself up by the bootstrap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and to be fair, RDJ had like a checkered past and they hired him. You know, they gave him Yeah, shot, but so. he was on a whole lot of drugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm not saying that, you know, he, he was falling apart. Yeah. All right. I think for 2020, I would like to see some justice in this goddamn world. Yes. I know. I and mean, maybe, I... you know, maybe a couple of minor revolutions of a sort. <laughs> Anybody want to end the show on a sweet story? Um, yeah. Yes. Who's got one? Um, I, I do. I just want to know why you had to think about it. <laughs> 
Honestly, because I'm kind of an asshole sometimes, and I'm still snickering at that child that ran into the bushes. He went oh, riding past again, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he goes by, I'm like, wait, wait, are you going to... And I get kind of sad when he misses. Because, like, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> no. Nah. Uh, the BBC report. A black cat... <laughs> <laughs> Stop. I'm sorry, I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ray, you, you missed one episode and all we do is make dick jokes. It was so bad. <laughs> uh a black cat named Sasha was recently found in the city of Santa Fe, New Mexico. Five years after disappearing from her home in Portland. Oh my god. The Santa Fe Animal Shelter said it was able to locate the owner by scanning Sasha's microchip. Oh the cat was flown back to Portland this week and returned to its owner. Oh Victor Yuzov said he originally reported his pet missing five years ago and had lost hope of seeing him again. I, I couldn't believe it, he told the animal shelter. We thought the worst, but when we received the call, we were so thankful Sasha was alive and well. Details of how the cat yeah. made it to Santa Fe are unknown. I would like to think that she just had a really great adventure. He had a really great adventure. Uh, but Mr. Yusuf believes that his friendly pet hitched a ride with someone. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. Dude, it happens. Probably Microchip broke your... other cats out of, out of shelters and stuff. Microchip your cats or your pets. Yeah. Like yeah, dogs I, and cats. I've got mine done. They chip and snip at the same time you know yeah he said i guess i want to think he was on a great ad american adventure oh. <laughs> an american tale a little fible ass cat oh uh, it's too bad the cat wasn't wearing some kind of camera that could have run that i mean it wouldn't have run for five years but still yeah unless it was solar powered uh, i'm sorry uh <laughs> Marit Kedar, a public relations officer at the Santa Fe shelter, said the story highlighted the importance of microchipping pets. Quote, a simple microchip, which is the size of a grain of rice and is implanted under the pet's skin, has helped, uh, helped us find the guardian of this missing cat. A microchip is the only form of pet identification that is, quote, permanent with a unique number and cannot fall off beef altered or removed american airlines flew sasha and mr kadar back to portland so that owner could be reunited with its pet that's so sweet i don't know what i would do with something if one of my babies disappeared this uh, is this is why i'm also a big proponent of not having outdoor cats yeah yeah me well too. i mean my cats have never been outside um, they actually, at this point in their lives, find it kind of traumatic because anytime they've gone outside, it's usually for something not pleasant, going to the vet, going to the groomer, things yeah. like that. So moving, you yeah. know, they fall asleep uh, in one house and wake up in a new one. How shitty is that? Just because I'm getting on an American Airlines flight in a week, uh, their spokesman said, we're glad to have provided a happy ending to Sasha's <laughs> happy ending. To Sasha's journey. <laughs> long journey. Sasha's long journey. That's what they're calling it. <sighs> oh, I'm sorry. That does sound like a movie, like a Disney movie. Sasha's long journey. Yeah, after they ripped off oh, American Tale. But... but they probably try to do it with a CGI creepy ass cat. Yeah. Yep. People have, have nightmares. Kids run out of the theater. <laughs> have some really terrible choice for the voice actor for the cat. Or you know they could just use real animals and end up like me, who still wakes up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat, wondering if all those animals in Homeward Bound were actually okay by the end of filming. They they weren't. Oh God! I God thought those. Damn were... it! I'm sorry. We were but... trying to end on a happy note. Y I'm sorry. I know too much trivia about movies. It was really bad. It's why I'll never watch that movie ever oh, again. Oh God! I thought it was just bad dreams and that they were really okay. Hi. I'm sorry. The SPCA went after them. The Humane Society went after them because they were just they were just like you can't do this. You can't Good. you can't do this. Good. Good. Um, we'll be taking the rest of December off. I will flood our previous episodes on social media. You know, just spam all of you and 
good old listen. We always lose listeners in December when we go on the hiatus. We like we we gain a bunch, then we lose like half. We don't want that to happen again. So you know, listen to our back catalog. It's dang funny and informative. Yeah, I, I, awesome. listen, I, listen, I listened to like four episodes the other day that I hadn't listened to in a while. I know. I, I love us. You love us. Everyone should love us. Share us with your friends. We're Polly. <laughs> no. Um, what? What? Where? Where are you going with that? Burrito, honey, you can't listen to this show anymore. I'm sorry, mommy. Mommy is deemed this show not for you anymore. <laughs> you know kidding. that means that she's going to listen to it. <laughs> I know. Tune in next year where we'll be just as ridiculous as we were this year. I haven't said that line in a while. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Peace and be safe. Happy 2020.